This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. turned into that episode of South Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what episode is that? Elementary School Musical. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. I got to see that. That sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's oh. the funniest. I I don't really watch a lot of South Park, but uh, what I've seen of South Park, this is the funniest yeah. episode of South Park that yeah. exists. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, we've watched it quite a lot. A lot. We have two, but it's, there's like 20 no, years that worth of that episode. <laughs> no, that specific episode. We've watched oh, that episode that like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we, cute. We I can't wait. Um, yeah, we quote it a lot. We quote it all the time. We, it, Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. Okay. Yeah. Look that up. That's great. Okay. Elementary school musical. Elementary school. South Park. All right. We'll do. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> that's great that's great oh Uh, we're not here to talk about south park this isn't a south park podcast no no i don't think so no no okay no No. this is what are we here to talk about we're here to talk about (laughs) great season four episode 10 the lone shark Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you that my little neighbor, my, my 10, 11th month old neighbor loves that baby shark song. Oh he yeah. He can't speak, but that song comes on and he's just like clapping and falling over. Yeah. He loves it so much. It's the, it's it the cutest thing. Weird. God. When they get a song they like, yeah, they're unstoppable. What's today? Today's the tenth of April, right? Yes. June twenty third. Tenth of April. Is that a thing? No, no, no. It's <laughs> no, it's not. It's the Ides of March, yeah. please. But uh, no, on on it was on June twenty third. June twenty oh, third. On June 23rd, my baby girl is arriving on the planet. <gasps> oh, she's, she's baking in an oven in Bakersfield. Oh, bake Bakersfield. That's hilarious. Bakers. Anyway, so I'm I'm so scared that my baby's going to love Baby Shark, and that's all I'm going to sing in uh, my head for the next that, two years. There will be something like the, that. Yeah, the, sure. there will be. A lot of things like that. There will be things. I will never okay. stop singing, when you got to go potty, stop and, and go, go right away. away. <laughs> you gotta go party stop and go right away flush and be on your way yeah daniel tiger <laughs> daniel tiger and i would never have on my own 
known so many Katy Perry songs. No way. <laughs> that wouldn't have no happened. Way. Uh, I know I so did. many Katy Perry songs. Well, sure. But now you're going to learn something crazy. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, some artist that you that you would yeah. never, you'll just like incidentally hear yeah. and Ivy will be like, oh, I love bread. Like, or you know, some band. I'll tell you that it was it was your son Henry who introduced me to the great Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was bored that he was he listening to her. To Billie Eilish. Yeah. Can you believe it, Henry? Man, what a what a old years ago. soul he yeah. is. Yeah, that was years ago. Years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. He's on yeah. Melanie Martinez right now. Melanie that's Martinez. That's, that's his, his big thing. thing right now. Yeah. She just put out a new record. He's all about it. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. I oh, yeah, it's your cousin. It. Yeah, you just tell him to give Henry a call or something <laughs> yeah. for his birthday. Oh, no. Nice. Hi, Henry. It's me, Melanie Martinez. Hola. <laughs> there you go. Other people have people like, call to pretend to be Santa. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, oh, yeah. we're like, no, no, we had our friend call and pretend to be Melanie Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk guys, about. Oh, not, my no, goodness. This isn't, oh, my God. We've done this twice. Okay. We're here to talk about Three's Company, Season 4, oh, right. Episode yeah. 10. The Lone Shark. And, yeah. Let's see. Like, last week, when did this air? This aired... November 20th, 1979. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. We're still in the 70s. Almost to the 80s. This is for Thanksgiving time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so last week. Yeah. Let's see how much of this I got written down. Uh-huh. If it makes any sense. Your prediction from last week. Jack, short on the rent, tuition, etc. <gasps> Close. Boom. Nailing it so far. Ooh. Nailing it so far. He has, uh, he you know he can't he he can't afford to take his girls to the best places things like that. He's just having money troubles, and okay. he he takes out a loan from a loan shark uh-huh. at the Regal Beagle. Um, no, oh, that not exactly, great. and not exactly, but close. kind of. Yeah, and then close, close, yeah. Oh, you bring Larry into it. Larry's Uh-oh. not in the episode, but let's see. Larry feels bad after encouraging. Jack to take the loan, and uh, when when Jack starts getting squeezed for the for the money, and uh, he asks Lana to come on to the guy, I mean, and Furley comes in and thinks it's a Roman orgy. <laughs> you sub, you sub Chrissy for Larry, yeah, and Larry for for Furley. And you almost got it. Almost. It was, I almost, it was oddly I almost close. got it. Well, you yeah. know, some weeks the blood really rushes to my talent. Um, yeah. Right, right, right. And, and engorges it. But uh, what do you know? Not yeah. bad. Not too, not too bad. All right. So what's up next week? So she nailed it. All. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what happens when you get it right. We just move on. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Let's get into let's it. Let's do it. All right, break it all down. Shark, get into it. We start in the apartment. Janet's on the couch. Yeah. Jack comes in, having just jogged three miles. In the shortest shorts ever. Shorts. Yeah. Yep. 
those are the just the kind of shorts you wore back then. Yeah, that's was, just what shorts were. Yeah, they're short. There weren't really any other options. No. It was just shorts. Because why would there be? If you want short pants, wear short pants. Yeah. And so that's what we all have. No, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely correct. I believe that. Uh, yeah. Straight, I think all guys should wear shorts that short, really, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's been jogging, and then uh, Chrissy comes in from the kitchen pretty, pretty immediately. And uh, she's very upset. And it turns out that she – and Jack's trying to console her. Being like, it's okay. Whatever it is, he's being real infantilizing with her. Oh, sure. And, uh, and then she says that she threw away today's mail. The mail, yeah. Threw it away. Does that seem and at it's all gone. plausible? I mean – Well, she's so stupid. I just think it's weird that she threw it away and she knows it. That's what's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Like if she threw it away and nobody had a clue what happened to right. it, I would find that plausible. Yeah. But the fact that she later is like, I must have thrown it in the garbage. I'll mm-hmm. go look in the dumpster. Yeah. It's weird. But, you know, big deal. She threw away the mail. Except, except. Jack is expecting his $300 GI check. Right. Which he needs to pay his tuition. Today's the deadline. He's got to pay his Today's tuition. Today's the final deadline. He has oh to pay my it today. god! It's so stressful. Why does everything cost three hundred dollars in this world? It's just how it was back then. <laughs> it was like the three hundred dollars. Yeah, store. yeah, I guess so. It's so weird. That's what the seventies mm-hmm. were. Anything of substance costs three hundred dollars. You could get a car for three hundred dollars. Yeah, oh, for sure. For you could have a whole wedding for three hundred dollars. A whole wedding. Yeah. Preposterous. Yeah. Do you remember when they spent a dollar on plates? <laughs> three hundred dollars is pretty extravagant. Yeah, that's true. It is extravagant. Um, anyway, he's he's so he's kind of freaking out, and the girls have to go to work. So uh, they're like, "We'll think of something, and don't worry, and we'll figure it out." And, Chrissy's like, I'm I already had an idea. I'm going to ask everybody at work what they think. Great plan, Chrissy. Yeah. So they leave. Mm -hmm. By the way, sorry, by the way, are we, did we clock Chrissy's hair? I mean, it's insane this week. Did anybody ever do their hair like that? What's she doing this week? I don't even remember. Hold on. Maybe I have a picture. So she had, so she had like, it was just like her hair, but she had these two braids in the side oh, yeah, she, that she were wore it like folded this on onto each other. On the way from the hospital, when she when she was in the hospital last episode, uh-huh. when she went home, she had her hair like this. Hmm. She did. I, I mean, it's so it's wacky. Stupid. They look like wigs. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty. Good. Anyway, and I, so they leave, and Jack's kind of walking after them being like you don't go whatever and he runs smack into Alana. Mm. So Alana comes in mm-hmm. and uh you know he kind of tells her what's going on. Right. And she goes, "Well, do you have you paid rent?" And he's like, "No, it's due tomorrow." And she says, "We'll use that money to pay the loan shark. No, to or pay to pay your school. tuition. Mm-hmm. And then you can uh and I'll talk to Furley." And we'll get an extension on the rent. Right. 
And then uh, and he's then like, she, you do that for me, you know, he's, and well, she, she goes through, through the whole scenario. What that would look like. Yeah, what she would have to go through with Furley. She'd probably have to go out on a date with him. Mm-hmm. Then she'd probably have to have dinner with him. And then she'd probably end up having to kiss him. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah, like, she does that. She does the whole, if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. Which you'll know about if you don't know already. Uh, soon enough. Yeah, you'll read that a thousand times. <laughs> when you have when you what? have a baby. If you give a mouse a cookie, the children's book. Oh, that's yeah. a book? Yeah, it's a children's <laughs> it's book. It's a children's book. It's, like, it's the most infuriating mouse, children's yeah. book that was ever written next to the cat in the hat. But kids <laughs> love it. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie, you probably want some milk. So you'll go to get the milk and blah blah blah. And, you'll and spill odds it. are, and odds are, the mouse will want to blah blah blah. And then the it goes through a whole yeah. bunch of things until it gets back to you know, and he'll probably want a cookie. Oh no, it's so frustrating because you're just like, don't give the fucking mouse a cookie. Yeah, why would you give a mouse a cookie? Stop it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the idiotic thing to do. That's great. Anyway. anyway. Okay. Things we teach children. Um, so she'll talk to Furley. She goes through the whole thing, and Jack's yeah. like, "Wow, you do that for me?" And she's like, "No, no sorry, not, not going to do it. Not even for no. you, Jack." And so she decides against it and leaves. And he's like, "Well, I'll come up with something." And he's very, very worried. Very worried. Yeah. He's, he's almost in tears. He's so scared. He's he doesn't distressed. know what to do. So then it's later, still in uh, the apartment, mm-hmm. and Jack comes in. He's been out trying to figure out some money, apparently. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> trying to sell himself on the street or something. Yeah. I don't know. But Jack's got a very strange relationship with uh, sex. <laughs> Why? Well, he has seems like he has a reputation for having a lot of it. Yeah. But from what we can tell, he never has any and doesn't and actively like and actively tries avoids not it. to. Yeah. Pushes yeah. it away. Goes, I know. This is what makes himself. me so crazy. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's so wacky. Also, okay, I I know this is going to drive people at home crazy, but when he came back to the door. He was his zipper was all the way down on that velour polo long sleeve that uh-huh. he was wearing, and he was wearing it without a shirt. Yeah. Like, do you ever wear a sweater without a shirt? In the seventies, in the seventies, you wore everything without a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it bugs me so much. I'm just like, oh, that's that sweater's gonna get all pity and smelly yeah. and. For no yeah, good reason. And for that's no good what the reason. 70s uh, like. It seems like it would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I would be so uncomfortable. Because it's you can tell it's polyester. Yeah, it's just yeah. a plastic. Uh, I don't know why. Horrible thing to do. It's just a plastic bag. Okay. Okay. So then and Janet comes out, she hasn't, you know, she hasn't come up with anything. She's no plan. <clears throat> so he's good old reliable Janet. He's he's running out of patience here. He doesn't know what to do. Chrissy comes in. Ah, she did it. She has solved everyone's problem. She has fixed everything. She is holding three hundred dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got you a loan. So she took out a loan. Well, she didn't take out a loan from a guy. 
Wait, did she mean to hold out the wrong hand when she was offering Jack the money? That was a bit she was doing, right? Um, I think the first time it was supposed to be an accident, and then it was a bit. Ay, ay, ay. I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know what to make of that. It was a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, <laughs> sure. yeah, sure. This show's a little <laughs> bit silly, guys. Yeah, I don't know. If you <laughs> on it. Uh, oh, four seasons in. Could have been more. Could have been more. <laughs> you know, this hey, show's kind of a penis. A little silly. I'm um, dead. I'm dead. I don't even know why. <laughs> anyway, it turns out that she got the money from a loan shark. She says that some, like some guy remember. in the warehouse of her building or something hooked her up with a yeah. loan shark. I mean, and boy, she's really done it now. She's she's uh, also do loan sharks give loans of three hundred dollars? It seems so. Did you can buy a car? What was that like? <laughs> I guess you're right. No, I guess you're it's right. The no, truth be told. Store. Truth be told. Yeah, it's three hundred dollars. The seventies, and that's the seventies. Yeah, we should write a book called it's the seventies, and it's filled with these fun facts. <laughs> In the seventies, everything cost three hundred dollars, and nobody wore shirts you with wore, anything. No, you never wore an undershirt. No, 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 no layers. No, we'll come up with. You just pull on that. It's that all sweater. based on three's company. Even stuff from the 80s. We'll use it. Um, so she's she's taken out this loan with a loan shark. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, oh, no. Because she obviously doesn't know what a loan shark is. Yeah. She just thinks, oh, I got a great deal. And the interest is only 25. Yeah, it's only 25. But now she's like, percent. oh, 25%. Oh, zoinks. And... Um, Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, that's and then they, and then Janet does the calculation. I love how Janet played the jinx role mm-hmm. where she gets out the calculator. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that's, that's gonna equal seventy-five dollars. Uh, so yeah, Chrissy's gone and put Jack in bed with Mister Bustamante. Is that his yeah, name? Mister Bust- Bustamante. Bustamante. Bustaman- Bustamante. Bustamante. Bustamente. Bustamente. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I don't mean to throw my Latino credit. No, around, I'm, I'm thinking that's how, pretty, that's how they all say it. Yeah, that's true. That's how they, that's all, how say they all say it. it. That's Mr. true. That's Bustamente. True. Um, yeah, but then Jack does it even worse when he gets to his. We'll oh, get yeah. there, but he he butchers that name <laughs> so hard. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So uh, Jack's like, "Hey, you got to give me his address so I can give this money back." Right. So you got to call he can this just, off. Like, take him the money, and then that'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> Poor right, naive okay. Jack. All right, Jack. Um. And so we find out that uh, we also find out in this whole "get me the address" business that Chrissy's aunt lives on Holland Street. Yeah. So 1100 Holland Street, yeah. something like that. Wait, just in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, if, you, if you're putting out a Three's Company map based on every little bit of information like <laughs> that's this. Where th- that's where Chrissy's aunt lives. Yeah. So. Wait, why did she say that again? It's on the envelope in her purse, and so is 
Bustamante's address. Yeah. So Jack pulls it out and he's oh, like, right, Collins right. Street. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, so he gets anyway. the guy's address. And he's he goes. And he Bustamante's right over. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's busting into Bustamante's office. Yeah. So we're in Bustamante's office. Where he's yes. like examining jewels with a loop or something. Right. Weird and diabolical. Good lord. It was so yeah. corny. <laughs> also, like, does that look like a warehouse? And what does he do? Why does he wear a suit He's to a work? Shark. I guess everybody did in the seventies. Even loan sharks looked great in the seventies. Dollars at a time, yeah, to just anybody. Essentially, <laughs> I mean, come on. Can tell us about Mister Bustamante? Oh my gosh! This week's first yeah. Patikins. Oh. Played by uh, actor Harold J. Stone, although he was born Harold Jacob Hochstein, Hochstein, Hochstein in New York City on March 3rd, 1913, and was the scion of a Jewish acting family. Um, He was best known for playing corrupt businessmen, menacing crime figures, because uh, he had like this, also, you know, that blocked jaw and that Romanesque styled nose, uh, uh, and that steely gray black hair. Yes, perfect for orgies. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, now he is one of our Pattykins with the most extensive acting resumes to to boot. Like he's got a hundred and eighty four credits uh, over his very long career uh, that begins. All the way back in 1949, when he's the handyman on a TV series called The Hartmans. Uh, then he goes on to be on the Frank Sinatra show, on a show called The Man Behind the Badge, The Red Skelton Hour. Um, interestingly, he was on a show called The Goldbergs that ran oh. from 1952 to 1955. <laughs> The the very the yeah. first the Goldbergs, yeah. which is so funny. Um, he's on a show. It's always like one called, of those, like one of the first sitcom sitcoms yeah. that they talk about and all that. Yes, sitcom history shows. Absolutely. Like he's on the on the Naked City in 1959. He's on Hong Kong. Uh, t- sorry, Stagecoach West, a show called Hong Kong. Uh, Peter Gunn, Route 66, Alfred Hitchcock presents The Twilight Zone. Um, all through the 60s, just left and right, a lot of a lot of action crime shows, Breaking Point, The Defenders, Bonanza, Daniel Boone. Uh, he's on an episode of, of Gilligan's Island. Um, yeah, and then he uh, finally gets on, oh my gosh, when I tell you this guy's got an extensive resume, it's insane. Hogan's Heroes, um, so the Rockford Files, so many shows I've never never even heard yeah. of um, before he gets on Three's Company in 1979. Then he goes on to be in Barley Miller, Trapper John M.D., Simon and Simon. And his last credit is in 1986 uh, on Highway to Heaven. And then he um, it, he retires from acting altogether. Uh, and then just kinds out the, lives out the rest of his days from '86 all the way until 2005. Wow. Never acts again. Yeah, but uh, he was widowed in 1960 and was left with two uh, little oh, kids. Wow. 
and, and, and raised them before marrying again later on. And then uh, he just lived out his days and he died not far from here in Woodland Hills, uh, which is just a 10 minute drive from where I am now. In 2005. So, yeah. Uh, Harold J. Stone. Decades and decades of acting. Uh, yeah. So well, there you go. here he is. Here he is. Playing a loan shark on Three's Company. Bustamante. You know what? Great suit. two kids. Yeah, he's got to. He's got, he's got so, to so he puts the, the hammer down. He's like, that's <laughs> great, Jack. Thanks for the cash. But listen, you still owe me $75. Right. But, <laughs> Because Jack comes in yes. and says, you know, here's your money. Yeah, and he's like, the interest is the interest, $75. Doesn't and matter how long. all the while, standing behind him is Floyd, his executive secretary, who's about 9,000 feet tall. Yeah. You want to tell us yes, about him? That, <laughs> he, yes, uh, the, the, the muscle was played by actor Mickey Morton, who was born in 1927 in Chicago, Illinois, and is probably best known for uh, being in the Star Wars Holiday Special oh, in yeah. one of the Wookiees. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he also has the strange um, distinction of being the first actor to appear in both the Star Trek oh. and Star Wars universes. He was in an episode of Star Trek in 1966. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, he played a Wookiee in, in this holiday special. Uh, now, he gets his start all the way back in... Do, 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 do. Oh, my stars. 1959. Uh, he too is in a show. Uh, he's in Peter Gunn as well. Maverick, Gunsmoke, Gilligan's Island, The Monkey, Star Trek, I Dream of Genie. Weird, this um, enormous tall guy. The Croft Super Show. Shows he just blended in. He didn't blend in. Laverne and Shirley, the Bionic star. Woman. They played like a big wrestler on the show that week, or a the giant a man. monster, or oh, a Sasquatch this week. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Sure, sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. the Dukes of Hazard. WKRP in Cincinnati, Hill Street Blues, Webster, Silver Spoon, Small Wonder. And then his last, um, he actually plays three different parts on Growing Pains from 1987 to 1990. Weird. Uh, He passes away. Yes, he passed away in 1993 at the age of 66. Oh, man. Cool. All right. Crazy. Um, So... Crazy, really cool paddock in yeah. this week. <laughs> so Jack's like, I don't have seventy five dollars. I'm yeah. in cooking school. I'm not working right now. Hold the phone, says Bustamante. Mm-hmm. Did you say? Did you cooking say cooking school? school? Cooking school, <laughs> the one thing and that could make me change my <laughs> mind about all of this. He wants his wife. He's got this wife of his, and she can. She's great, but she can't cook. Mm-mm. And if he could teach her how to make his favorite Italian dish, yeah, uh, which is scampi alla calabrese, that he'll <laughs> that he'll forgive his debt. <laughs> yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, I now have, she can I be ready in an hour. It. I found a recipe for this dish. You yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like what, what's it's just in like it? Peppers and onion and garlic and shrimp, and then like a, a white wine yeah, sauce. on pasta. What kind of pasta does it say, or does it matter? I guess it doesn't really matter. 
doesn't say pasta. It's just shrimp. It's just I'm gonna say I'm gonna say linguini, or probably a linguini. Or or maybe even a fettuccine would be nice with that. Hmm. Yeah, I would go with a linguini. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> the issue they're running into here is that she only speaks Italian. And but Jack's like, you know, I Janet, I think Janet speaks yeah, some Italian. Janet speaks Italian. For some reason. Why are we supposed to assume Janet um, speaks Italian? I don't know. Yeah, where does that come from? And actually, does she? Because never once does she translate. She just she, said she said something to the effect right. of Yeah, like we can all basically figure this <clears throat> out, Janet. Yeah. I could figure it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he says she can start in an hour. Right. And that he'll then be by an hour after that to check up on him. Oh, okay, so Jack's got to go apparently get shrimp now. So he's got to pay for this stuff, right? Where does he get the money for this? I don't know. That's just part of TV magic. All right. TV magic. <laughs> free shrimp. He leaves. Yeah, shrimp's not no. cheap. It's ridiculous. He should have been like, here's the money for the groceries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you fuck this up, we have to pay $75 more for yeah. that. Um, oh, Lord. So, back in the apartment, Jack is like, I have the shrimp. I'm ready. And uh, Janet, you got to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the girls are all ready to go. Well, because they were, yeah, they were going to stay to like help yeah, they're gonna translate and all this business. And so then ding dong. And, and Jack is like, no matter what, no matter what, no matter how like stupid and old this lady is, let's just get through it. Basically. And then ding dong, Mrs. Bustamante mm-hmm. arrives. And, Woo! and what a looker. Hello. Well, this, this, our third Paddykins of the week is played by Livia Jan- Janice, or Janice, hey. uh, born in 1949 in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Um, she was known for The Amazing Spider-Man in 1977, Kojak in 1973. She was also in The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd in 1987. Uh, but she doesn't have a very extensive acting resume. In fact, she's only got 13 credits starting in 1976 with Kojak. Uh, then she goes on to be in The Amazing Spider-Man in 79, which is a TV show, before she gets Three's Company. And then she's on one episode of Hill Street Blues, a WKRP in Cincinnati, but she actually is on 15 episodes of Days of Our Lives. So she has a little bit of a um, run there. I wonder if Small like, wonder. Italian is part of her thing. <clears throat> She's always like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, she was, yeah, exactly. She was born in Brooklyn, so essentially she's American. But her last credit is um, on a TV series called Werewolf oh. in 1988. Mm. Oh. Uh, yeah, werewolf. 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 Did you ever hear no. that show? No, don't remember that at all. No, me either. <clears throat> all right. Do we know what what happened? What what ended up happening to her? 
She's like, she's like a werewolf. After 1987, she never acts again. Yeah, she's just kind of done with the... <laughs> it was a reality show. Yeah, I guess so. It was a reality show and she lost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, she comes in and she is hot and she is hot for Jack. Oh, she's ready to rumble. Throwing herself yeah. all over him right away. Yeah, right in his arms. And boy, oh boy. She's, and she's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I love her hair. Yeah. I loved her outfit. I was like, how come this lady looks so put together and yet Chrissy looks like a like a party piñata every <laughs> week? And Janet, we just never know what they're going to do to this poor woman. Like, how come how much more makeup? Can the she mobster's wear? wife like she was even better dressed than Lana. And I always thought Lana had like the best costumes, but no. They really dolled this lady up. Yeah. <laughs> she looked fantastic. And uh, Jack, you know, Jack's like, uh, okay, he can't understand her. And he's right. oddly not picking up on this. And then she kind of makes her way like she's ready to go. She's ready to get cooking, if you know <laughs> what I mean, with Jack. And she oh, goes yeah. off to the kitchen. And uh, Janet's like, the only cooking, she doesn't want to. I can't remember how she puts it. She says something like, what she wants to do is you. Yeah. To Jack. And that's where we go to commercial. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. What a pickle. But I actually kind of, I kind of like the stakes. They're pretty high, you know, because we do have like Jack, (laughs) Jack's life. Uh, being threatened. That's that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So I think that the episode so far has been pretty pretty fun. Oh, yeah, exciting. Pretty Speaking Uh-oh. of pickles, <laughs> I got some. Is it time for I this got week's some commercial? More of those pickles that you got when you oh, were yeah. there. Those what pickles? The Grillo's pickles. Oh yeah, uh, they're so good. They're the best pickles, aren't they? They're really, really fresh and, and light and delicious. Yeah. Mm, crunchy. Crunchy. Great pickles. So well seasoned. And listen, we're not in this so for well the seasoned. money, Grillo's people. We're just in it for the pickles. Just send us <laughs> the pickles. That's all we want. We love Grillo's pickles. Mm-hmm. Henry's texting. Just a second. Oh, okay. Hold on. Henry's texting. Henry's. Henry? Your son Henry is texting during the show? Yeah, he's at Grandma's. Oh, so he's, he's probably how long is he there? Um, until Thursday. Wow, that's a nice long trip. Yeah. Today's Monday, yeah. so he's he's maybe checking. We'll see. We'll see. Now, okay, I feel like uh, you guys found Jinx. You found quite a commercial to feature on the show this week. Yeah, okay. I found a commercial that was like. It was a meme, really, where the meme said, like, your kid is asking if the 80s were dramatic, and the answer was this commercial. <laughs> were the 80s dramatic, and then what was the answer? Everybody's dressed in white. There's heaven. There's like a woman with flowing hair. Alpine white with almonds. 
He's got a white turtle. Oh, that just makes me want white chocolate, and nothing ever makes me want white chocolate. I mean, that was so bonkers. First of all, the song is beyond because the the worst part about this song is that it could have been a radio hit. And yes. I remember when everybody was singing this song. It, it was just, I remember everybody at school was just like, have you heard the new Nestle's commercial? <laughs> guys, guys, creamy white, creamy dreamy white. white. It's a taste you can't resist. N-E-S-T-L-E? Yes. It's so good. Insane. Insane. And I remember that being a moment. I remember the white chocolate candy bar, like cookies and cream, and the symphony bars that that were white chocolate. Oh, symphony! Yeah, that was like a moment there in the 80s where there was some white chocolate happening. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Whatever happened to symphony? Gosh, that was like the the fancy Hershey bar. The toffee bit. Yeah, that's what made Symphony so distinct. The toffee bit. I mean, creamy white. <laughs> creamy white. <laughs> I mean, that orgasmic cry to heaven is just. <laughs> It's so over the top. I just can't. I just can't. Isn't there like a figure skater? Yes. With her head thrown back? Yes. Like twirling into white chocolate? Yes. There she is right there. She's twirling into just like a stream of white chocolate. Then there's a a woman right in her face. They're all in white, of course. Of course. And it's winter. Yes. Everything. Everything's fine. Dreamy, dreamy life. Do do I remember a horse running through the snow like a white horse? I mean, I hope so. I don't. I don't think either, so because I feel like it's all. Oh, but that guy with the white trees. People standing in the studio. So I don't think there's an outdoor <laughs> horse part. But there, there should she be. Is. Oh is my god! Part. There is a part of uh, like where almonds are raining. Yeah. Almonds are raining down. Almonds yeah. are raining. I want to know where that lady put that that <laughs> Nestle bar exactly cool. that she cried out I like know. that. She really <laughs> that was a chocolate commercial. What were we doing? You know, we had no problems. So much in the was 80s. happening. So much was happening there. So much was happening, and that was the thing that everybody was talking about. <sighs> Dead. Back into back in the apartment, Janet says that uh, you know she, Jack. She's really he wants you. She yeah. if you go in there, that's what's going to be cooking or yeah, something. That's... And she's like, I didn't even really understand what she said, but her body language said it all. She said it all with her body Thanks, language. Janet, we're like, yeah, okay. But she then she who's like here to help, whatever. She's like. I gotta get back to work. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. I mean, okay. You were there for that. You were all raring to go for like three minutes. Yeah. But you knew you had yeah. to get back to work. 
Okay, so she leaves. And so now he's like, Chrissy, you've got to protect me. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, she's like, oh, you need me to defend your honor? And he's like, yeah, if something happens, if it gets out of hand in there, you need to come in and not leave us alone. And oh, so she's going to wait by the kitchen door and listen and come in if he needs her. So he goes into the kitchen and Miss, Mrs. Bustamante is all over him. All over him. All up in All his over eyes. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's trying to teach her how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. But she's just all over him. And uh, so then he's like, hold on a second. And he goes and opens the door because she's like, hug. He's like, no, don't, no hug, don't hug me. So uh, you're kissing, you're kissing me. And he's trying to get Chrissy's attention, and she's not coming in. So he's like, excuse me for a minute. And he goes out, and he's like, you got, what are you doing? You gotta get in here. She said, you, you said to come in if there was trouble. It sounded like you were having a blast or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. Ugh. He's like, got in here. So she goes in, and he's, which gets her to stop for a moment. And she's, he says, Oh, Chrissy, thank God you're here. I, I need, can you give me some oregano? Take all the and time it doesn't you need. Matter. Take hours. How long you take. Yeah. yeah. Take all day if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So she grabs the oregano, sets it down, and leaves the <laughs> kitchen again. <laughs> Well, bye. Thanks, Chrissy. <laughs> Thanks, Chrissy. And uh, she's as helpful as Janet. It was pretty funny. Um, and so what's then, hilarious too is that she literally reaches under and puts it on top. Doesn't even open a drawer, a door, uh-uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Here it is. It's great. And so uh, he. He follows her out basically, and he's like, "You know, I've got to cook. I have to cook this because if Mister Bustamante shows up and there's no food, it's going to be big trouble. So I'm going to go see if I can cook this at Furley's house, and you need to go in there." And but it makes no him. sense because he, because he was supposed to teach her how to cook mm-hmm. the right? special shrimp pasta. Exactly. Right. Makes no sense. How does this help? I mean, it ultimately yeah. does, but They're just gonna, because yeah, but they wrote he it that he's way. He's just going to trick him into thinking she made it. Yeah. Like, like he'll never test exactly. that. She'll never have to make yeah. it again. Which is already right. ridiculous at the end. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's his plan. So, he's like, Chrissy, go in there and keep her distracted. Um, <laughs> tell her a story. Tell her a story. <laughs> So Jack leaves to go downstairs, and Chrissy goes in and starts uh, talking with Mrs. B, and uh, starts boring her right away. Yes. Um, then we go down to Furley's house. Yeah. Apartment, and he's on the phone with Lana, <laughs> and I'm sure I didn't write this down right, but he says that she's got to get over there, whatever, and he says that. When you come over here, you better be puckered up because I don't want to waste time searching your face for lips. No, that's what he said. 
God, what on earth? I'm dead. And then he dances also, he's wearing across his, the room. And he's wearing his sex ninja pajamas. Yeah. 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 He's he's ready for action. He's ready to go. He's oh got my candles God. lit. He's got those kind of candles where they like dip it in the multicolored like fluorescent wax and then they carve them so that the edges like roll. Mm. Yeah. I mean? And you can see all the layers of the different colors of wax that they had those yeah. in the seventies and they yeah. were really big. That's he's, great. He's yeah. got those. His class. his apartment is so crazy. It's just so full of like the most mm-hmm. insane junk in the world. It seems like it would give you a headache. Yeah. yeah I bet yeah. it smells like cologne so strong. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. So we like, were, like Dracar Noir. Yeah. We drove to my mom's yesterday in Oregon and we stopped at this gas this truck stop and I used the restroom and I noticed I had to tell you about this. Um, they had a Cologne dispenser on the wall. Mm-hmm. A had, cologne like, dispenser. Yeah, and it was just a like a box on a wall, and it had like five different nozzles with different scents. And you put in a quarter, and you choose you chose it, and it just and it sprays it out at you. Apparently, you've never seen a cologne. I've never seen before? one of those before. Yeah, it was weird. Have you what? ever seen one? Wait, wait a minute. Are those? Was it operational? It looked like it. I mean, I didn't use it, so I don't know. But I'm dead because, like, who maintains the cologne machine? Yeah, I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. Oh, crazy! I've seen it, but always in like really old like bars. Ah, uh, weird! Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's, that's like a relic from another time. Yeah. Well, was, this time, seventies. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was in the seventies. Cologne dispensers. Just go down to the gas bathroom. station. Every gas station. Get yourself freshened uh, up for the old ladies. Opium. The old ladies out there. Oh, put on some what? Opium cologne. Opium really cologne. Big back then. Wow. Yeah. Cool water. Um. So anyway, he's dancing around, waiting for Lana to show up, and ding dong, yeah. he's like, "Oh, Lana's so fast!" And <laughs> of course, it's Jack. With all of his accoutrement. And he's like, I ran into Lana. She's not coming. Mm. And then he's like, I need to use your kitchen. I need to make this. Can I use it? Blah, blah. And he tells her he's got this woman in his kitchen. And uh, she just, she, she, she's all over him. And blah, blah. Yeah. And Furley's like, oh, she's probably turned on by chefs. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an obvious thing to assume. Next logical I mean, step. Yeah. Sure. Well, she didn't know. And she didn't know that she had a chefette. Oh. <laughs> a chefette. A chefette. Dead. A chefferson. A chefferson. Um, and she <laughs> she's probably turned on by chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and use my kitchen? And whatever. And... He's, He's going to go, go try his hand with the lady upstairs, apparently. And so he grabs the best costume for the oh, day. Oh, man. Which is his barbecue apron. What is and insane? That's like red it's and white checked. You know, he like looks, picnic. But it's also like the hat is so huge. He looks like 
a mascot outside of a burger joint. Yeah. Like it's cartoonish. Yes. Mm-hmm. That chef's hat had to be like body. three feet high. It looks like a yeah. like a <laughs> It's, it's like one of those hat. big foam hats that you get at a yeah. football game like or something. Jiffy Pop bag on top. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, before he shows up, Chrissy is just boring Mrs. Bustamante. Her eyes are crossing. Yeah, she's crossing. And then Furley shows up in his ridiculous chef costume. And he goes in and tries to... Put the put the moves on Mrs. Bustamante, who ends up beating him with a baguette. <laughs> and else. Wait, what did she beat him with first? The baguette second. Uh, no. Oh yeah, what was it first? God, I can't. Remember. But it was oh, great like celery or something. It was it was yeah it was a bunch of celery, and then uh, they go around the table, and she she hurls like a colander at him, and he ducks, and it goes right over his. Over yeah. his head. I mean, it was really. I was like, they must have practiced that. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, and um, so then he's he's running out of there, covered in flour. And yeah, else. I don't know why he's covered why in flour. flour. That was weird. But, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, but Jack returns. He's got his pan and his scampy. All oh, shit. Terms, uh, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> this, this is amazing. It's delicious. And then uh, mm. Furley comes out, storms out. And then um, Mrs. B comes out. And she, Jack's holding the frying pan and everything. And she just starts kissing him. And that's, of course, when Mr. Bustamante, Bustamante is on him. Bustamante is through the door. He's like, what the hell's going on here? And Jack's like, uh, he's really scared, but of course he's like, I'll make, here's, here's the food, you know, eat. And yeah, he's, he's got, like, the pan out to him. Which is weird that he just like reaches in with his hand and like picks up a shrimp. Yeah. Like knowing that it's oh, shrimp that and peppers. Yeah. Like he just reaches in and grabs a whole shrimp and puts it in his mouth. It's wild. It's wild. I mean, I've never grabbed food out of a pan in the middle of a living room of a no. stranger's house. No, no, no. But okay. Strange. After you just witnessed that stranger kissing, kissing your, your wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Abe? Mrs. B comes in. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's the best he's ever had. Ever. Ever. Right. He has one bite. It's the best he's ever had. And then... She comes over and in Italian tells him that well what we find out for sure, yeah. but it's kinda obvious what's happened, is that she thinks that Jack and Chrissy are married and they're having a baby and they need money yeah. for a baby doctor. <laughs> the baby doctor. Oh my god. And oh my god. so so he makes like to Jack, he's like, you know, when you've done something with a lady like you have, you'll have to pay for it. And he reaches in his jacket, you know, as he thinks it's a gun or something. Yeah. And he pulls out his wallet and gives him some money. Uh, he gives him $20, which I was like, does that even cover the groceries? Like how generous yeah. is he being exactly? Yeah. 
I mean, you can buy like a good chunk of a car with twenty dollars <laughs> in the '70s, um, or or a trip to the gynecologist, evidently. Right. Yeah, apparently. Um, and so they leave, and Janet's like, "Well, here's kind of what they said," and she tells him that. Yeah. And. Uh, and so apparently they've made it through. But he's like, come on home and I'll, uh, and you can make me dinner. He says to his wife as they leave. Yeah, like, it's Jack's gonna gonna, the dinner's told. right there. He's going yeah, to know, she know how to make anything. anything. Yeah. 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 So you would think the tag scene is probably like post, like, Chainsaw Scarface Massacre in the <laughs> is what you would expect. Yeah. But that's not what happens mm-hmm. in the tag scene. Um, Jack and Janet come home, and Chrissy's there, and she says that, hey, Jack, good news. The government sent out a replacement check for you. Great. Oh, great. Where is it? Well, I was going to... Uh, I thought a good place for it would be under the sink or whatever. And they're like, but it leaks under there. She's like, yeah, and I didn't like it under there either. So I decided to put it. And, and she goes through like hamper. three of these things. And, but I already took the laundry out. Oh. And I knew that would be a bad spot for it. So so eventually yeah. she decides she puts it in, she put it in her shoe. She takes off her shoe. And oh, God. Mm-hmm. You, you know what the problem is? I get ahead of all of these jokes. And by the time we actually get to the punchline, I'm like, I am so tired. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I lost it again. And Jack's like, look in your other shoe, Chrissy. And there it is, of course. And she Come says, on. I only missed by one. I'm sorry, but all I could think about was how smelly that check had to be. Mm-hmm. She was wearing those stupid <laughs> synthetic pumps. <laughs> no, her feet were sweating. Yeah. L.A. All right. So that's the episode. Okay. What do you give it, Matteo? Well, this actually was a really great episode in that the stakes were really high and, you know, we kept moving and the Paddykins were great this week. Uh, sad to see, like, another show without Larry. Where's Larry? Larry's Larry's yeah. going to be in eight episodes altogether by the time the show is over. I don't understand. Yeah, weird. But uh, bring hashtag where's Larry back. Yeah, where's Larry? Um, so I'm going to give this this episode – I thought it did really well. I thought it was really fun and entertaining. I'm going to give it 3.67 Dominomini Boos. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty perky. Seven out of four. James? Um, I'm going to give it three and one quarter stars. Ooh, three and one quarter star. Not bad. It was pretty good. I wouldn't be dissatisfied if I ran into the episode. Mm -hmm. Agree. But it wouldn't be my fave. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Mm. 
Wow. It's a pretty good one. That's a pretty solid episode. What was yeah. your favorite part? Um, I liked uh, Furley. It was just <laughs> making Genius. me laugh uh, yeah. with every weird thing he'd say and do. Um, My favorite part I even, was I definitely... I kind of liked Lana's oh, bit go ahead. this week, actually. Yeah, she did good. What was your favorite menu? Nestle makes the very mm. best NES that's a call and response we did. Creamy white. Creamy white. All right, next week. Yeah. Look at your balls. Or do you feel oh, them? There they are. I love them. A little rusty. Okay, here What's we go. This? Lug up your balls. Here we go. Okay, next, next week's episode is The Love Barge. The Love Barge. The Love oh, Barge. Soon we'll be making another run. Uh, I'm going to say that um, Furley gets uh, himself a ticket to go on a singles cruise and he's so excited and is trying to get everybody to go with him. So he talks the kids into uh, uh, going on, on a, on a, on a boat ride around the Marina where they're all going to get hammered and meet swinging singles. Yeah. That's okay. all I got. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, I can't imagine because we never. I mean, how are you going to get a boat into the apartment? This makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel this. What with Jack's Navy background? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll come in handy. All right. Okay, we got it. We did it. All right. Well, another great episode, kids. Well,. I think we can safely say that we should toast to Nestle. Any oh, for sure. King of just, all chocolate. Just white chocolate. White right chocolate. down to white hot chocolate running down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gross. <laughs> what an ending. <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs>